Hello and aloha, Barbara here. And today I wanna to talk about one of my favorite little books, one of my favorite little tools when it comes to relationships, and that is the five love languages. Maybe you've heard of it, uh, maybe you've read the book. It's just such a really great tool. I discovered it years ago, um, almost 20 years ago, I think. And they've got a really great online assessment that you can take. And that's gonna be your homework after this video today. So this will be a series of videos. And so let's start off by talking about what, what, is, what does this mean, the love languages. So in any of our relationships, there is a way that we experience love. There is a way, there, there are different ways that people experience feeling loved and having their tanks filled up, if you will. So if there's a, a tank inside of you that is your love tank, right? Just like a gas tank on a car, that love tank can go empty and dry. And a lot of times in marriages when people don't know about the five love languages, those tanks can run dry for years and years. And that results in one or both people just feeling not loved. And what happens is maybe their partner is expressing love to them the only way they know how in their own language. However, if it's not the other person's love language, then um, it's not gonna hit the mark, right? It, it's not gonna fill up the tank. And so I have recommended this little process to my coaching clients, my friends, my boyfriends, you know, all for years and years because it's such a simple little thing. It's a simple little thing to shift. Not always easy, but very, very simple concept. And just putting a little bit of effort in it can reap huge rewards, huge rewards in your relationship. The book itself is like, you know, this big, it's very small, and it's an entertaining read. It's written by Dr. Gary Chapman, who is a marriage counselor. And he is quite the storyteller. He's got wonderful stories about how marriages were just on the brink of divorce, you know, and maybe they, they had to get counseling done before the divorce would get granted. And they came to see him and he put them in the experiment of the love languages. And then once each person had their love tank filled, then they no longer wanted a divorce. So it can save relationships, it can save marriages. And it also applies to the other people in our life, okay? Especially with our kids. Um, it could even apply to the people at work. So his original book is called The Five Love Languages. And then he's got a few other books as well. I have a little list of them here. It is, he's, so the original one is kind of meant for couples, for couples to read together. Um, there's one specifically that is for singles. So it's a great book to read if you're single, if you're dating. There's one specifically for men, right? Because uh, men can speak a different language than women, so that's great. And there's this really great one that I just learned about today for the military, because as he says, long deployments, lonely nights, and difficult transitions uh, put a strain on any relationships. So this is the Five Love Languages Military Edition. I thought that was amazing. And then there's one for parents of younger children, and then there's one for parents of teens. So really great books, they're very short, they're a very, uh, very entertaining read. And what, so we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the love languages over several series of videos, but what the five love languages are, 
are acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, um, let's see, physical touch, and there's another one, receiving gifts. You can tell which ones are the are my least and <laughs> my lowest scoring. So again, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, physical touch, and receiving gifts. So those are the five love languages. And what happens is, I mean, imagine if you were in a language in a, in a relationship where one person only spoke and understood English and the other person only spoke and understood Spanish, right? There would be a disconnect in that relationship. There would be a lot of perhaps misunderstandings. People would, you know, not be getting the, what they need from that relationship. So it is just like that with the love languages. And we are often expressing to someone our love language, thinking, oh, this is going to make my partner feel loved, or this is going to make my kids feel loved because it, it's how we would receive love. But if we don't know what their love language is, if it's different from us, all of that effort that we're putting into showing them how much we love them, it can just fall flat. It can completely fall flat. Their tanks can become empty. It's just because they don't perceive love in the same way. So it's not, again, of course, it's not good or bad, right or wrong. It's just different. Right? So let's talk about the very first love language. Well, first of all, your homework is to go and do the quiz. It's a free quiz, fivelovelanguages.com, and that's the number five, lovelanguages.com. And click on the quizzes and take, um, you know, if you're a man or a woman, take the quiz for yourself. It takes, I think, less than 10 minutes. They don't even need your email address and they will give you a nice cool printout like this. I just did mine again today. So they'll give you a printout explaining the percentages of your love languages. And it's always very important to look at your top two. That's my belief. So your homework is to go take the quiz and if you're in a relationship or you, somebody you wanna be doing this, this kind of work with, then get them to take the quiz too. Now I recommend just doing it privately Nobody's going to see your answers. All you end up seeing, you get this printout. And again, you don't even have to give your email address. You get this little printout. And um, so nobody sees your answers. But, you know, if you do it privately, you can, might feel like you can answer more honestly. There's no right or wrong. So you don't have to worry about what you're supposed to put. Really, the quiz is just a series of sentences two sentences on each page, and you just click which one would be more meaningful for you. So it's more meaningful for me when dot, 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 my husband takes out the trash for me or when my husband gives me a compliment in public. So it would be two scenarios and I would just click whichever one was most meaningful for me. And so you'll do the same thing. So do your quiz, that is your homework because today we're gonna to talk about one love language, tomorrow we'll talk about two, and the next day we'll talk about the final two. So do your quiz, get someone you love to do their quiz too so you can go on this journey together. This is so amazing for couples. This, this covers years of therapy, just doing this little process, I promise. Okay, so the one I wanna talk about today is physical touch. Physical touch is one of the love languages. Now for me, I don't know if you can see this, but physical touch for me scores a big fat zero. It's a big fat zero. And it's always been that way. It's just not something that's very meaningful to me. 
Now, what does physical touch mean? It, it means holding hands. It means cuddling. It means sitting next to each other on the couch. Um, massage is a form of uh, physical touch. I had a friend who is a massage therapist and her highest love language was physical touch. And so she became a massage therapist. And when she gives her massages, it's done with so much love and so much care because that's her, her love language. So let's see. Um, so of course in the bedroom as well, right? And a lot of men may have physical touch as one of their highest love languages. However, ladies don't, don't make the mistake of thinking that's only about in the bedroom, okay? Because it's not, it's more than that. Like I said, it's hugs, it's holding hands, it's cuddling on the couch. It, it, that fills their tank so much when someone has physical touch as their primary love language. So with my husband, that is one of his top two. And we both work from home, so I make sure, every time I walk past him when we're working at home, I'm, I try to not interrupt him while he's working, but every time I walk past him, I will put my hands on his shoulder or rub my, my fingers through his hair, or I'll just stop and lean down and give him a kiss on the cheek and just keep walking. And do you see how that fills his tank? It's like I'm pouring a gallon of, of love into his love tank every time. I just do that simple little thing, okay? Now, here's a funny story of how there can be quite the disconnect around that because years ago, I had a boyfriend and hit one of his top love languages was physical touch. And so he would always be doing this to me. And, and that felt weird. I was like, what are you doing? Are you petting me? I'm not a dog, what are you doing? It was just weird, but it was his way of saying, I love you, you're so pretty, I'm spending time with you. That was his, his language was physical touch, but it wasn't my language. So it did nothing for me, nothing. And what we figured out, and this was brilliant, unfortunately it was towards the end of our relationship, but what we figured out was he needed to translate that into English for me, okay? Because my top two are quality time and words of affirmation. So I needed him to translate his expressions of love, which was the physical touch, you know, did not land with me at all. But when he would do that, then he would translate it into English. So he would say, I love spending time with you. You know, I'm so in love with you, or you're so pretty, you know. So he would accompany his physical touch with the words that I needed to hear. And then we both felt fulfilled. And so I also had to learn how to do more physical touch than what was normal for me. Because it's not a love language that means much of anything to me, I can just go all day without even thinking about it. But I have trained myself, because I know that's important now in this situation with my husband, I've trained myself to give him that. It's important to him. And even when we're sitting on the couch cuddling, you know, we're sitting next to each other or I've got my legs across his legs, you know, any little bit of touch like that. In public, we're always holding hands. So, that is physical touch. And what's interesting is, as I mentioned earlier, you know, there's, there's books about ch uh, being a parent of young children and being a parent of teens. You can figure out your child's love language by watching their behavior. So when it comes to physical touch, are your children always trying to wrestle with you? You know, are they always trying to tackle you and hug you? Do they come to you for hugs a lot? Are they always messing up your hair? Are they always trying to tickle you? 
that could be an indication that physical touch is a love language for your child. So what's going to be important to them is holding them, giving them hugs, maybe ruffling up their hair, giving them kisses, you know. So it's, it's just beautiful. It's just amazing how we can, we can change the course of a relationship and helping someone that we love actually feel our love, but we have to speak it in their language. So that's what I've got to say today. And tomorrow I will talk about two of the other love languages and the next day, two of the other ones. So that will cover all five. So again, your homework is to go to fivelovelanguages.com and do the quiz. Do the quiz, get your little printout. You don't even have to give them an email, it's so sweet. Just get your little printout and it will tell you. And I recommend paying attention to your top two, whichever your top two highest scores are is most important. All right, I love the love languages. I hope you love them too. It's such a powerful, beautiful tool. And I'll see you tomorrow and we'll talk more about two of the other love languages. Bye.